we talk today about something that isn't that often talked about because it only affects 1% to 2% of the population, and that's tinnitus. It's a buzzing or ringing in the ears, and sometimes it can be severe, sometimes it's intermittent, and people as you age have a greater tendency towards it, although people with it will mention that they had it as children. One thing that can correlate with it is when stress is high, the tinnitus can be worse. So giving things to reduce stress, changing lifestyle, noise, sound situations, they can all help the tinnitus. Sometimes being in a noisy situation helps because it covers the tinnitus and the person can forget it. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello and welcome back again to the Bite Size Podcast. How are you all? How's it going with you? I thought that we'd talk today about something that isn't that often talked about because it only affects 1% to 2% of the population and that's tinnitus or tinnitus. It's like tomato and tomato. You can say it whichever way you want to. Now, what is tinnitus, which is the way I say it? It's a buzzing or ringing in the ears and sometimes it can be severe, sometimes it's intermittent and people as you age have a greater tendency towards it although people with it will mention that they had it as children. So it's one of those things that there's not a lot to talk about, really, about it, because there's not a lot that works. There is very limited research on it. There's very little understanding of it. But there are a lot of things available for it. There's lots and lots of, you know, magic pills out there for it. But what actually works? Well, not a lot of anything, particularly. It's extremely difficult to help your client who has tinnitus. But there are a number of things that we have to look at. So I thought today we would go through some of those red flags. We'd go through some of the issues, some of the things that are used for it and what you can do for your client. And then in part two of this episode, I will give you a visualization or a near hypnosis for your clients to listen to, to see if that can help them. So in the, and the reason I've put it in two episodes is the last thing anyone wants to hear is a visualization with a load of chat in front of it and then they've got to get to the right part. And I do like to keep these bite-sized. So what is it that we need to look at first? So the person has tinnitus. They finally said, you know, I can't stand this ringing in my ears. What am I going to do? They may have gone to the doctor and the doctor, there's not a lot of medication, but the doctor will check a number of things. They're going to check for the red flags. And one of those red flags is, does your person have high blood pressure? That's something we need to check because with high blood pressure, it can be a very common presentation along with headaches, dizziness, and fainting can be tinnitus. What about age? Age-related deafness, age-related tinnitus. So that might be getting worse as they get older. There could be wax buildup in the ear. The doctor will look in the ears and check for wax buildup. Very rarely, there could be a tumor. So that's something that might want to be investigated. Trigeminal neuralgia or issues with the jaw or jaw misalignment. So the suggestion of seeing a chiropractor, an osteopath, to have your ears realigned, your neck realigned, and your jaw realigned are all major things that should be considered because that might help with this ringing in the ears. 
maybe there's been a head or a neck injury. And then you'd want to be thinking about leaky gut to leaky brain. Um, there's a lot of research currently going into that. And so it could be new as well because of the injury. Again, we'd be looking at misalignment of the vertebrae in that one. What about Meniere's disease? That's a disorder of the inner ear and tinnitus is one of the symptoms of Meniere's. So, you know, have they got the vertigo, the hearing loss, you know, the ear fullness that you get with the Meniere's? There could, of course, be other health problems. So specifically middle ear bones or tympanic membranes that are believed to cause the tinnitus. You know, there could be inflammation there. There could be issues there. There could be, there's a number of things that need to be checked out. And an ENT can have a look in the ear, look up the nose, look in all of the areas. You know, if it's really bad, maybe the MRI is what's needed. But we do need to make sure that all the red flags are looked at and that we make sure that this is just the tinnitus. Then it is only experienced by a small percentage of the population, as I said, one to 2%. And there's really not a lot that the magic pill is going to help us with. One thing that can correlate with it is when stress is high, the tinnitus can be worse. So giving things to reduce stress, changing lifestyle, noise, sound situations, they can all help the tinnitus. Sometimes being in a noisy situation helps because it covers the tinnitus and the person can forget it. So that's where behavioral techniques can be of major assistance. Does it come on with anxiety? You know, there are other areas that need to be investigated when we're talking to the client about stress levels and anxiety levels. So some of the basic supplements that we want to think about, you know, we'd really want to be thinking about simple things like zinc, because that's actually an element that's present in all of the organs and tissues and fluids, secretions everywhere. It's something that's present in the whole body. And if we're not able to absorb that zinc and we're excreting more of it, then there could be a zinc deficiency in the body. So, and that's more common in the elderly and vegetarians and alcoholics. And in an article I was reading, quinine is implicated in increasing the ring of the ears. So is your person drinking a lot of tonic perhaps, or they're making their own tonic syrup because that has the quinine in it from the chinchona bark. So zinc deficiency has been related to tinnitus, but the research is pretty sketchy. There's some says it's good and some says it's not, some for subsets and some for not, but it's a very cheap supplement. We can also get it in foods, you know, nuts and seeds. It's in seafood. It's very high in oysters. And of course it's in meat and poultry. So that's where our vegetarians might be missing out on it. So they may need some zinc supplementation. You know, if you try something for a few months and it doesn't work, then with zinc, it's very cheap. There's lots of really good quality zincs, you know, as we've talked about before, the practitioner only product zincs. They're more absorbable, more easily absorbable. There are contraindications. And of course, there's better times to take them and better foods to take them with. Another supplement that might help is B12. Again, um, a B12 deficiency you know, that can be poor absorption. It could be that they're on a PPI, your client, with that absorption of that B12, you know, what is their stomach absorption like? What is their diet like? Are they, you know, your vegan is going to be short of B12 and it's worth getting those blood tests taken to find out, especially if you've got a vegan there. But again, as I said, you know, it's worth looking 
to see if a couple of months of supplementation does actually help. Now, dietary sources of B12, of course, fish, meat, poultry, eggs, and milk. You know, the dairy products is where we're going to find a lot of that B12. And we can't make it ourselves, so we have to take it. And we do have stores of it, but those stores don't last. You know, it's about five years' worth of stores. And, of course, you know, if you're born to a vegan parent, then you may not have five years' worth of stores yourself if they're not supplementing. So we do need to be a little bit careful. You know, that dietary intake of B12 is extremely important. Now, melatonin has been suggested as well for tinnitus, but that's probably got more to do with sleep and relaxation rather than anything else because your person who's got this tinnitus going on, they've got the ringing in the ears, they may not be sleeping properly. They may not be getting a really good night's sleep. And so it's worth considering making sure that you've made a tonic to help them sleep so that, you know, an anti-stress tonic, if you're a herbalist like myself, so that you can really get them to get that nourishing sleep so that they can wake refreshed and you know when you're tired you can't ignore things as much as you can when you have all the energy in the world you can put it to one side and ignore it now phytonutrients like flavonoids are very important because we want those antioxidants going in there we want that blood circulation and we want that support we want the anti-inflammatory things happening and of course again you get those from alcohol so you know we don't want to be getting our flavonoids from alcohol because that can make the tinnitus worse so but you can get it from cacao and chocolate so if they're doing the alcohol maybe we can encourage the chocolate with our clients instead but of course that's in all your fruits and vegetables so making sure the diet is rich in fruit and vegetables now the other thing the other nutrient specifically is what i'm talking about at the moment is magnesium now magnesium um it's an essential element again it's you know vital for key functions in the body and for the auditory pathway so it Research studies do show decreased serum, serum magnesium levels to be associated with tinnitus. And so we do need to make sure that we've got some magnesium on board. The other thing about magnesium, of course, is we use it to help relax people and calm them down. And we give it to people with additional anxiety. So it may have some, you know, multiple purposes for your person with tinnitus. Not only is it needed as, you know, as that essential element, but it also might help relax your client. So now the herbal that has got some research behind it is ginkgo biloba and it's the only herb that is in the class of tissue perfusion enhancers it's the only herb within that title within that group and there has been some research for elderly patients as a potential use in dementia poor cognitive function in memory and tinnitus because it helps with that blood circulation because of the glycoside flavonoids in there and the terpene lactones so it's a dietary supplement and again it's very inexpensive and because it's inexpensive it can be tried for a couple of months to see how your client gets on with it there are a few systems of support as well that might work there's on youtube you can find ear maneuvers and head patting maneuvers that the person can do themselves and they tend to give a few moments of relief for the client so as with all of the things we do we really go in for that dietary change the absorption from the food making sure they're digesting their food properly if your person's not digesting they've got gut issues bloating then we deal with all of those and that in turn will mean that they can uptake these nutrients they need for the tinnitus and if they have got that anxiety or that stress level then by working on their 
their sleep and on their diet, then hopefully we've got somebody who overall is much better and much able to cope with the tinnitus if we can't do anything about the tinnitus. Okay, so there's a whole area that we have to look at here. It's a, a tinnitus is a very big picture problem, even though it affects such a small percentage of the population. So I hope those have been some good help and tips and pointers for your clients when you see them of things that areas that you can look at and things that, you know, if you're a general member of the public and you're listening in, then um, you might be able to try. But I would suggest that you see a naturopath because in my experience, it is a holistic, it's very much the whole, you know, you need to go to that GP, you need to check your blood pressure, you do need to check to make sure there's nothing nasty going on and have someone look in your ears so that they can say, well, there's no wax in here, or yes, there's wax, you know, the ear canal looks good. Or maybe I'll refer you on because your ear canal doesn't look so good at all. And then we can try the nutrition and the herbal side and, you know, their best undertaken by a nutritionist or a naturopath so that you can get that holistic view and get the diet right and get the digestion right to be able to absorb what we need. There's only a few supplements that have been looked at and have been assessed for use in tinnitus. It's not lots and lots of things. And there's lots of products, of course, touted on the shelves in the shops. But it's worth remembering that the research doesn't back them up, whereas the research does back up having a good night's sleep, reducing our stress having normal blood pressure and making sure that there aren't any background illnesses going on. And that's why you want to see your local naturopath or nutritionist. And you can just Google them. So um, um, making sure, of course, that they actually have qualifications because it is a degree qualification here in Australia. There are people with advanced diplomas before the degree came in. And there it's there is, yes, the final dissertation missing, but that is all. So make sure they've got the qualifications and that they're um, accredited with an association because the association checks the education is to standard and you can't join an association if you haven't got accredited education supporting you. So um, that's all from me and this is a very quick soundbite and in part two will be the visualization for your clients that you can give them or you can share with your friends for tinnitus or for ringing in the ears. So it was lovely chatting and I will speak to you all very very soon and don't forget to review me on iTunes. Give me those five stars i'd love that thank you and make sure you say hi when you see me on facebook or instagram i'll see you soon thanks so much for joining me today don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes if you'd like even more support and learning then the academy is for you here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice bye for now